So the usher summoned the young woman and brought her back to the pastor's study after the church was over. And so uh, the pastor says, you know, uh, that is was so nice of you to do something like that, but we really have all of our needs covered. We, we, don't, we don't need you to make a sacrifice like that. And the young woman said, I didn't give that thing to you. I gave it to God. So what I want you to connect in your mind, your heart, your soul, your body even, is that when we offer our gift to the church, it's really a gift to God. And it is a means of communication and covenant and connection between us and the Lord himself. Well, secondly, I want you to know that if you're making an offering of a gift, you're actually involved in worship. It is an act of worship. If you go back in Scripture, worship always involves sacrifice. It always involves the giving over of something in an act of sacrificial worship. And so giving, giving a, a your portion back to the Lord is the pattern throughout the entire Scripture. And it hasn't really changed. Maybe the clothing of the priests have changed and some other things have changed, but basically, this offering to God as an act of worship has continued on. And it's not just a sacrifice, but it is a sacrifice of thanksgiving. Because we are presenting to the Lord a portion of what He has already given us back to Him in thanksgiving for all the gifts that we have. And it wouldn't take us very long to start counting out all the blessings. God has given us the gift of life. God has given us the help that we need. God has given us all the things that we need, like food and clothing, shelter. God has given us forgiveness and peace and community. And most of the time, peace of mind. God has given us so many things. So, when we make our gift, we want to connect that we are in fact thanking God for all the gifts and the blessings of this life. What I'm afraid of is that we might underestimate how important this mindset of giving and keeping God in mind and worship and thanksgiving in mind is. Because we can think of our gift like any other transaction. Well, let's see, how much will we, we might have a few dollars left over, we'll just write a check, hand it to the church, good, I'm done. But we're missing, we're missing the joy and the blessing of knowing what is really going on. Well, my third point is that as we make this offering to God, it is in fact an offering of love and trust and a means of communion. With God. This is the Eucharistic pattern. This is the Eucharistic sacrifice. It's happened all throughout Scripture. And it goes like this. We offer to God bread and wine. We offer to God gifts for the poor. We offer to God our financial resources, whatever that happens to be that day. And we offer it up to God in thanksgiving. God receives it, blesses it, and gives it back to us. 
because we need it. And it's a means of communion as a part of a meal of intimacy. It's a means of transformation and growth. So covenant, communion, intimacy, all of this is involved in our gifts to the church. Now, the difficulty for us is this. You may be like me. My place to the church gets deducted out of my paycheck, and I don't ever see it. And it may come out of your checking account, or it may just be a check that you get from time to time. So because we're not in the, the pattern anymore of when we come to worship, we are bringing our offering to the altar, to the Lord, and that's where the disconnection takes place. But even though we do it transactionally different in the past, we can remember in our mind and our heart that as we bring these gifts to God, this is in fact a gift to God, an act of worship, and a means of communion that we will be in solidarity and participation in God and His life. Now, this was not planned out at all, that all the readings are pointing toward a certain day. If you were listening to the readings, they're all headed somewhere, aren't they? These readings are all headed today towards a certain day of resurrection, of judgment, of standing before the judgment seat of Christ, where the deeds of each shall be revealed and we will give an account for our life. And so, what I want for each one of you all is to be able to stand at that judgment prepared for it. And what I've just got through saying can help you be prepared to stand on the last day. Because if you are giving, if you are worshiping, if you are understanding what we are talking about, you can, in fact, stand on the last day as a worshiper of God. Because you've been worshiping. You've been worshiping in spirit and truth, you've been worshiping with your mouth, with your mind, with your heart, and with your gifts. You can stand on the last day knowing that you're a child of your heavenly father. Because you know who the father is because Christ has told you because you are a member of the body of Christ. You are a member of this church. You are part of his kingdom. And regardless of what's going on crazy in the world, and it's not going to stop, and we know this. So it's even more important to understand who we are, where we're going, and who we belong. And so we can stand on that last day, knowing we are worshipers of God, children of our Heavenly Father, members of the body of Christ, who is the King, the kingship belongs to Him, and nothing can ever threaten. And then we can be prepared to walk into the glory of God and participate and enjoy unspeakable. This is what your gifts can bring to you. Amen. Amen.